All right, mate, back again for well, another episode of The Tosses. Welcome back to another episode. What are we up to? This is this uh, episode 10 for season two. Jesus, that far. We are, we are so prepared for tonight's are episode. We are super prepared. Are we, what are we, 10? Is it 10 weeks into the year? Yeah. If, Probably spot on, nearly 10 weeks into, into the year. You think we'd be a bit better by now at doing this? Well, yeah, exactly. We, we're, <laughs> tonight we're producerless. <laughs> you just sounded really quiet in my head and I was panicking about what to do. Nervous, no, but we're sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nervous, What's, nervous breakdown. Mate, the last episode before Easter's hitting up. Oh, what else is going on at the moment? I mean, where, where have you been? What, let's, let's start at the, the beginning of last week because we need to, we'll get this off the bat very quickly because we both went, the Lions were in town. We're both Lions supporters. Yep. And we went to the first game at Marvel in Melbourne. So the Lions come here, yeah, six times a year. And they sold, they used to sell the games to Tassie when we played Hawthorne and oh, stuff. Mate. And that sucked. We're actually playing the Hawks at the G this year, which is Part great. Part of my existence. So you get six. Um, and then one would be in Ballarat. Like why you were playing? Yeah, we played the Doggies God there last shaken. year. Yeah, and what's, I mean, we play the Doggies who, Fitzroy, you might have some crossover there with supporters. Just battlers. That came to the Lions, but yeah. And then... I think we're playing Hawks at the G this year, which is good. But we went to the first game at Marvel. You rocked up. You were there at halftime. You can tell that story. But I went there on my I've, – I've been known to go to a game on my own before. So the first <laughs> half, I was on my own sitting there with another battler. And God, he was on his own as well, this old fella. Were we giving it to the umpires? Because they were absolutely shocking for the first half. You're lucky you're on a flight because they were so bad. And, and the, good, the good thing was I, I rocked up there. And it was mostly like in where we sit, level three at Marvel, a lot of Lions supporters. Like more than probably doggies in that little sector that we're sitting in. I think it was nice. I mean, for you and me, we usually go to the MCC, which is very elitist, proper people. It was nice to actually sit in the gym. Proper people, mate. What did you say? (laughs) (laughs) Concrete cowboys. (laughs) What, just because they're wearing a collar, they're proper people. Is that what makes it? (laughs) It was nice to sit in uh, general admission and mix it with the common folk. I think there was uh, one NRL bloke behind us who probably had about 15 oh, J- he was, J- yeah. JD cans. He's about 16, skinny as a rake, yelling out, fuck, we're so much tougher in the NRL. <laughs> if I was, remember that episode we talked about me getting my brothers to beat someone up? That is who I'd get to beat this little rat's tail guy up. <laughs> and it's the classic, he's there with a chick he's trying to impress. Like that's who it was. And then his other rat shit mate. And they had the worst mullets. Weirdly, they had Collingwood kid on as well. But he's shown NRL so much better. What else? He had a, a few good ones. They weren't mad. You can imagine a sixteen-year-old yelling something out at a at a footy game. Yeah, uh, there, there were definitely a few that uh, weren't politically correct, which we will not mention on this show. No, you don't have to mention. They were <laughs> honestly terrible. Oh, appalling! I mean, if, if he was at any other game than like a <laughs> a doggies and Brisbane Lions game, which we've got very good supporters, but when we're away from home, the doggy supporters are a bit more quiet and a bit more reserved. Yeah, no one's going to belt him. But if he was at like a proper, if he was at maybe. I reckon a Don, like a Don's game or a Collingwood game or even a Richmond game, he would, oh my God, he would have copped one from a fan. Oh, he would have got belted. Would have absolutely if got he was belted. was in a Richmond game, would have got belted. For sure. <laughs> I mean, I thought about belting him. Did you? Did that run? You know, when you sit there and you just sort of run through in your mind. I was like, cr- what's going to happen if he says this? I'll- I was cringing, but it was almost like he's so blind and he's so young. And I don't think so he was bad, drunk. but it was just like, I was It was very cringy. <laughs> But um, anyway, my day. Well, yeah. So we we went to the footy. We missed. So yeah, I was there for the first half. Yeah. I think I've I think I jinxed the team because every every time I go to a game where I'm there on my own, 
we lose. So I think I jinxed this for the first half. But also, Joey Danaher and Eric Hooper are fucking peanuts oh. and they're useless at footy. And I don't know what we're going to do with them this year. We probably can't win with them. Could be a long year. But anyway, I we need I, to flip around. Yeah. And so you, I'll, I'll, le- I'll lead into it, mate. I'll get, you'll get there. We yeah. didn't finish the game. It was a horrible game. Jabari, you go ahead and had that fucking sick oh. thing, the Nicky Wimmer. That was great. Yeah. It, we didn't see it up in the stands, but it's, other than that, it was it was a good game. Um, I mean, that was a good game. Other than us losing, it was a good game. But then you rocked up at halftime because you've been on your your TikTok money. You've been up, yeah. Free flights up to first flight uh, of Bonza, the the new budget airline out of Melbourne. Am I getting paid for this? That was shouting out on our podcast. Uh I'll, I'll have to uh, have a chat with uh, some of their management. This is a free prom- promotion, well, well, is it? They, they were fleeing some free free flights <laughs> up on the Sunshine Coast. They're like, oh, do you want some more? And I'm like, oh, yeah, let me get back to you. But anyway, it was good. Went up to the Sunshine Coast, two and a half hour flight. Went to Mooloola Bar, two and a half hour lunch. Had a heap of food and a heap of piss and then just flew back. Line. So how long, what, you were there for two and a half hours? Yeah. Like an in and out job. Yeah, straight in, straight out. Probably, it, probably wouldn't do it again. Yeah, how long was how long was the flight? It was about two and a half hours there. Two and a two half, half hours. Is that normal uh, for from Melbourne to? I, I believe so. Jeez, I thought it was less than that. I believe so. Maybe I'm just thinking about flights. This but um, if, if anyone was wondering if they should fly to the Sun Sunshine Coast for day trip, probably just stay a night. <laughs> I mean, unless you're getting flown for free and for free, for, it's actually two and a. So you spent five hours in a plane. Yes. Just for like two and a half yes. hours. Yes. Did you get a goodie bag? No. Did you get so? Did you get anything I, I else? Got, I got a bonza flag. Oh, okay, Man. that's sick. I was thinking today. This is when I was trying to come up with topics for the show to talk about. I was like, do people still make flags anymore? Like, I'm pretty sure all the national flags are made in China. That's what they all say. You know, like all the proud but I meant, of the American flag. I meant design flags. Like, you don't really, you're not really flying a flag anymore. Back in the day, pirate ships they used to make them different like you had your own pirate ship you'd make yourself a flag well, I think today it, like the lgbtqi whatever it is i think a somalian they get that's the latest flag i think a somalian friends we spoke about in the last podcast would probably get their own flag they'd have their own flag so it's only so people getting new flags now uh airlines um somalian pirates yep terrorist groups yeah we'll just put them in who else is getting flags oh whenever they come up with a new gender or something they get a flag yep so 62 new flags so there's a fair new flag yeah there's a, there's a fair <laughs> few new flags who else is getting flags man like maybe if we started frats in australia this could be a could be a good idea also frats are you going to start the first uh well we wouldn't start one but we'd pitch the idea to the universities and then we would have the flag business that we're selling. So there's a lot of work going into selling the flags. What would you call your frat? Would it be Sagma Kappa? Could, do you know what the, what the, I don't know what the Greek alphabet is. No. Alpha Charlie. What's Sagma Kappa? <laughs> I don't know. It's just got the word Sagma in it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Sigma? No, that's the joke, mate. Uh, well, I, kind of like Ligma. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like Sag. So, yeah, but you've got to you've got to say it as sigma first, and then say it faster. But you didn't really end it with the no, kappa. The delivery's a bit off. Do we? Yeah. Do we want to dissect the joke right now? No. And, uh, come no, up with a better no, one. No, than no, that. For the sake of our audience, we'll move, we'll move on to the next topic. Probably boring. Suck my titter. <laughs> that's what I call it. Easter is coming up now. 
on the subject of budget flights, you, you're not flying anywhere. Are you back back home? Well, no. There's uh, unless there's there is an airport in Tumut, but I, no, I'm not flying from Melbourne to Tumut. Yeah, um, <laughs> it might be a very expensive flight. As in, I'd be the only guy on there. I imagine there's a lot of wealthy farmers flying private, maybe to Tumut. Yeah, I'll fly with their crop dusters. But uh, no, I'll be driving back home, mate. On the highway. This isn't the project, so we can make as many jokes about East as I want. But I kind of do feel like a second coming of age Jesus in the way that I will be to the point of dying and disappear for about four days and then be brought to life on Easter Monday. What do you do with your family? Get, get on the turps. Get behind. <laughs> yeah, I expect you to go, what, what, what do you mean talking about family for? I don't see my family on Easter. <laughs> I stay in Melbourne with all the other fucking... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone else that doesn't go home. Be on your deathbed Thursday. Yeah, exactly. Disappear for three days and come out of a cave. Um, so do you get on the turps with your family or not over Easter? It's not... I don't think it's as much of a drinking holiday as... The rest of the holidays are. It's not like Christmas when, you know, you got everyone there. You no. got the cousins, you got the family, everyone's getting buckled. Maybe as you get older. See, I've still got a lot, a lot of young kids in my family. So we're still getting Easter eggs and stuff. But yeah, it's not really. And then I was like, what's the deal with the bunny? I think this question gets asked a lot, but I can't make sense of it. Why the bunny delivers eggs when it doesn't lay eggs. Yeah, if someone in the audience knows, can you please get back to us? Because I, I get the point, like, the egg is, you know, regeneration, the new life. But, like... Is it? Yeah. Is that the point of an egg on Easter? Yeah, yeah. It's a sign, you know, new life. And then they're like, oh, well, my kids don't want to just eat eggs. We'll make them chocolate. Some chocolate companies probably done some good marketing. Correct. Um, and done that. Uh, and... A bunny delivers it. Why a mammal? Uh, has an egg. I've got no bloody idea. Don't do platypuses have eggs? Yeah, the only marsupial to have eggs. That's a mammal, isn't it? Yeah, a marsupial is a subclass from a mammal. Correct. But on the on the subject of you know advertising, you know probably making chocolate eggs, right? So probably some progressive company. Do you know that Santa didn't used to wear red clothes until Coca Cola did advertising for it? Really? What do you wear green? What? I just don't think he had like a set color of clothes. Like he was just Father oh. Christmas. He does blackface in like one of the northern countries. Oh, it's, uh, is it Denmark? Denmark or? or Sweden, yeah. They call it like Black Pete or something. Yeah, Black Pete. <laughs> it's just Santa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what? He just wore multiple colored stuff. Yeah, I, and I guess he's just synchronized his wardrobe. Maybe Mrs. Claus yeah. got onto him. But Coca-Cola did a mass marketing campaign. I thought they had the polar bear. The polar bear is why? polar bear was after Santa. What are you trying to say? What, what does in, pol- in Coca Cola marketing? Because they have the Coca Cola polar bear, yeah. You're not thinking of the Bundy bear, are you? No, I'm not thinking <laughs> of the Bundy bear. You fucking piss head. It's the Coca Cola bear, <laughs> the polar bear they had as well, mate. Do you not keep up with their marketing? How do you know this stupid fucking Santa quip and don't know about the polar bear for Coca Cola? This, this all I know. It's, it's one of their like, iconic marketing things. Just random facts. Their campaigns that they did, mate. It's a good random fact. But um, how do we get to Easter off? How did we get to. Fucking well, Christmas because, off Easter. Because it's all marketing. It's a publicity stunt. Some chocolate company. I did buy some Easter eggs today. Yeah. I haven't opened them yet for you, yep. and, for you in the house here. Yep, yep. Thought it was a nice thing to do. Favourite Easter egg quickly. Because we're getting, I'm getting a bit bored about talking about Easter. Ferrero Rocher. That's not a, an Easter, Ferrero Rocher Easter egg. Yeah. Bougie. Do they make, did, so they do they make yep. one? Yeah. Is it got the little hazelnuts on it? 
Yes, that's that is Ferrero Rocher. Does it? it is. So it is. Sorry, sorry. Can we get off the topic? No. How big? You got How big is the egg? Oh, it was like uh, about three inches. And tall. it is, and it's dense. It's all full. No, like it's Ferrero not full. Rocher. It's oh, around. it's just around the outside. Yeah. Fuck. Damn, that would have been a bloody good egg. Imagine a massive Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. Oh my god, that'd be delicious, like a Ferrero Rocher cake, but it's just a massive Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. That should be normal. Like making things big. Just as everything should have a big version of itself. Oh, you got I love me. I love little things. I love big you, things. You got me onto a subject, right? Which shits me massively. Oh, you, you know, inflation goes up, right? And companies are like, instead of increasing the prices of goods, we'll keep the price the same and then we'll make it a bit smaller. So like the chip packets just get like smaller and smaller and yeah. smaller. And then they'll release like a new like XL pack. The XL pack is like the same size a regular size, like used to be like two, three years ago. Like that, um, the old bait and switch with the double strength cordial. Yeah. Don't have double strength anymore. It's just normal strength cordial in the little bottles that they had. And then, and then, yeah. and then they'll just synchronize and they'll go down to the XL. They'll just move it down and be regular, regular, regular. And they'll like three years later, when that's gone down, they'll bring it back. So they're doing that here. Are they doing that in America? Because remember, America have like the big ultra gulp cups and stuff at uh, McDonald's and that. Like everything over there is super sized. Compared I think to us, so. are they making them smaller over there as well? Well, not maybe not the cups because something like soft drink is so cheap, right? Okay, but you know your chips, your chocolates, and it they they reckon the Big Macs, the big Big Macs, they've aren't gotten that big. smaller. They've yeah. definitely gotten smaller. Yeah, but they should have a big version of the Big Macs, is what I'm saying. So there's a big Big Mac, and it's just it's like a pan, it's huge, it's like a pancake, it's massive. You pay twenty five bucks for it. I once bought a two kilo burrito. I think it was two kilos. Two kilo burrito once from Mad Max. They had that great promotion. Oh, I would have eaten that every day for a week nearly. It's a lot of burrito though. Two kilos is a heap. You ever tried to get a two kilo burrito in your mouth? Oh, it's every weekend for you. But um, <laughs> it is huge. And I got a free water bottle as well, yeah. which they didn't have to add on top. It was great. I'm pretty sure I probably complained and said Uber Eats didn't deliver it and got it back for free anyway. So it was a good deal as we used to do in the back of the day. You just had me thinking about sizing and again, back on McDonald's, right? So, you know, you got a quarter pounder. So apparently in the seventies, right, they released like limited edition. It was like a third pounder. So a third bigger than a quarter. But because one is- So so you get a double quarter pounder, you get a triple quarter pounder. That's a triple quarter pounder. No, but- uh, no, yeah, a, you, a double quarter pounder is a half pounder, mate. Do you not? Yeah, I know that, but it's that doesn't come roll off the tongue no, as well. Listen, the actual, I know, but what I'm saying is we're saying the same thing, but mine sounds better. No, what, triple quarter pounder is a three quarters of a pounder. No, but it's not a triple quarter pounder. It's not a three quarter pounder. It's a third pounder. Your who brought out the third pounder? The US. So was I not listening? To yes. You so what's how much extra grams is that? If it's a third pound, is only no, like an extra you, seventy mate, grams. It doesn't matter. All that matters okay. is it, all that matters is that it's bigger. Okay, it's a little bit bigger. Yeah, a little bit bigger. But the American that matters to a lot of guys. Yeah. Just a little bit bigger is all we need. I believe it's average. <laughs> Go buy the tosses penis pumps. They'll get you a little bit bigger. That's what. But because because the number was one over three instead of one over four. The Americans thought the quarter pounder was bigger because four is a bigger number. Oh, yeah. See, it comes down to marketing. So they didn't understand the fractions. That's why. That's probably why they just brought out the double quarter pounder. But yeah, again, instead of just a half pounder. Because- Damn, Americans are dumb. It does make, in my head, it makes sense. 
I guess, like four's bigger than three. Like the whole foundation of economics is that, you know, we're rational thinkers. I think my experiences in life would beg to differ. With econ- economics or rational experiences? Well, just I, I don't think anyone is rational in general. Like there's the old argument, right? Would you say you're buying a computer for 2000 bucks? How old is this argument? Oh, I don't know. Com- computers haven't been around that long, mate. No, I think <laughs> this I, isn't I, that old an argument. I, I think I think I, I think I think Aris, I think Aristotle first came up with this uh, concept about four thousand years ago. Or do you have a HP, a Mac? <laughs> what Aristotle? Had? I believe it was a Dell. <laughs> Aristotle, that uh, was his brand. <laughs> I believe apples were. I believe apples were around in ancient Greece. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on. But anyway, the concept is, right, say you're buying a computer for $2,000 and you could drive an extra 20 minutes to save $20. Would you do it? Depends on the cost of my, fuel, my, right? But like most, most people wouldn't, right? They'd be like, you know, it's $2,000, 20 over that is nothing. But then if like McDonald's came out and said, you can get a free meal for like $20 and it's a 20-minute drive, like you'd do it. It's the same net gain to you. Mm. But people just see it differently. True. So then... We're getting real philosophical here. It is. So why did you ask me that question? Because we were talking about how people aren't rational. And why do you think that is? Well, because if you were rational, right, a $20 benefit, regardless of where it comes from, would be the same. So if you're going to do it for a, com- if you're going to do it for a free meal, you do it for a computer, but people view them as two completely separate scenarios. They wouldn't do it for one of them compared to the other, even though the net benefit to themselves is the exact same. Why do you care so much about this? Don't know, I just do. Mm. That's interesting. Just trying to fight the good fight here. Sorry, I just went, that, did you see what I was doing there? I was trying to be philosophical and just asking questions. Oh, well, well, whatever you're doing, don't. But then I forgot the questions. All in, so all I could picture in my head was just the word why and then a question mark at the end. And so I was asking you stuff that was just why. But while we are talking about philosophy, I actually went to the comedy festival on Friday night where I saw our good friend Ferg Neal put on a cracking show. Uh, we had the podcast a few weeks ago and he did quite a um, political spiel. But for anyone out there, I would highly recommend going to the comedy festival. Were you going to tell us about any of it or just? Well, I don't want to steal his jokes. It's more gonna, do, you, do you reckon you would have? <coughs> You're not stealing his jokes. People are going to see him anyway. They're not going to, oh, okay, unless you deliver this fucking perfectly and hilarious, I don't think anyone's going <laughs> to accuse you of stealing his jokes, mate. <laughs> You're probably going to butcher it anyway. Don't flatter yourself. No, he, he, was really, he was really good at roasting people in the crowd. Crowd work. See that? I swear that'd be the hardest part of being a comedian. Well, one of the hardest part. If someone heckled me, I would just absolutely crumble. But it was, I wouldn't be able to handle it. It was funny though. There was just like one guy in the crowd. You know, there's always one guy who's like a bit too active and wants to ask, you know, questions and things and get his voice yeah, out. He's there. probably looking up there. Yeah. Going, I'm, I'm funnier than this guy up here on stage. I'll and, be funnier than that. And room. then apparently there was some other people like a few rows back and they brought up, because one of the jokes is about trams. Um, and the girls behind were like, oh, yeah, you know, we missed six trams, right? They just kept going past. There's a protest or something. And anyway, that one guy was making a scene. He's like, oh, I'm on a first date with this girl. And she was 30 minutes late to my date because the trams were like, like, and like just outed the girl on the first date for being like 30 minutes late. And I'm just like, it's not going well. That's one of those moments where you just sort of just shut up. Yeah. Does he? And then, and then Ferg's like, Oh, how would you rate this date out of 10? To, to the, the girl? No, to the guy. And the guy's like, yeah, nine. And then he goes to the girl, how would you rate this out of Very 10? Good. And she's like, yeah, yeah, nine. 
And, you, and you just know. You just know. You Bullshit. Can, that was her moment. Bit of payback. You, can, you think that guy was enjoy? Do you think that guy honestly rated the, the date a nine out of 10? I think he dated the probably rated the experience pretty he did, highly. He, he did seem like a bit of an odd unit. A bit of an odd unit. First date. Ferg Neal fan. It's pretty brazen taking your girl to your, your date to comedy on the first date and then standing up and outing her to be heckled by the comedian. Hey, this guy, was he sitting front row? Oh, like one behind the front row. Oh, this row. is a big Ferg Neal <laughs> This is a big Fer Neal fan. This yeah. is great. He's, <laughs> I don't know what, how, how good, I don't think he even wanted to get lucky that night. I think just going to the show with a girl around his arm was his, that was enough for him. <laughs> he ran on a cloud night. He chose chaos. Yeah, he just want to hang out with Ferg Neal, I bet, yeah. for the rest of the show. But what, what else happened? Any other good jokes from it? I was roasting some blokes in, uh, in the front uh, with bum bags. Yeah, nice. I, f- I feel like that's just a target, boys in bum bags. Well, is that his target? So he, so his audience is drug dealers? Fred, Fred again, lookalikes, you know, probably right. got you. so it's just young fellas. Hauling some ketamine. No drugs. It's probably just all vapes. They're <laughs> all just fucking weak as fist. They're only 18-year-olds just with a couple of vapes in the pouch. Probably just been selling them to the other school kids. Yeah, people don't do hard drugs anymore. They just no. do vapes. No more cigs. That's no. one thing I've noticed. Hardly any. I think only it's gone back again. So cigs were just for cool people. And then- the rest of the people, normal people just smoke cigs because the cool people smoke cigs. But now the uncool people are getting founded out because they smoke vapes. But it's because only the cool people smoke cigs now. Yeah, but, but correct. This, this is the thing though. We're not endorsing smoking, but if you look at the no, you know what? You're allowed to smoke. Like it's obviously <laughs> bad for you. Yeah, but don't fucking tell people it's bad. We're for libertarians you. here. Let let people make their own education. Correct. And it is cool. Hey, they do it everywhere overseas. And if and until actually, we have spoken about this on the show. But, but this is the thing: thirty-five, your lungs heal yourself after that. So you got the thirty-five to smoke. But, but even the aesthetic of it, like though, you don't see like a hot French model sitting down with a coffee and a vape, right? Yeah, it's always long, cool. lingerie, piccolo. It is and very like cool. A, a marble, and they do it so much better. Oh, the Europeans love. Oh, the Europeans can smoke as long as they want. Oh, mate, Greece And weirdly, they live, as, they live just as long as well. Greece is- Doesn't affect them. We've already spoken about this. Like, Greece, right? You know, the Greek breakfast. Coffee black, marble red. You know, yeah. two, and a gyro. Two, two darts and an espresso for breakfast. And a big fat gyro. <laughs> that's it. Oh, sorry. That's only when I'm in Greece. A bit hungover. That's my one meal for the week. Is <laughs> the gyro in the morning. <laughs> the, the $5 breakfast. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> Three euros in the gyro. <laughs> It's cheap and it fills your stomach up. And you know what? You look cool and hot doing it as well, except for the zero part. You eat that inside and then you go outside with your dart and then you look cool and grease. But it's, <laughs> it's like the 70s. Like every man his dog has a nicotine addiction these days. Like I'll literally drive to work and there will be like schoolgirls getting off the tram and like huffing on a vape. Yeah, it's they- pretty fucked up. Yeah. yeah. One of my younger brothers is still at school and they do it a heap. So it's pretty bad. They need to ban it, obviously. But with this is not what we're going to talk about. I want to talk about cigarettes. Oh, I've, been, I've been having a cheeky cig. I've, I've had a deck that we must have bought ages ago. And then every now and then, just one out on, the, out on the balcony, one a day, just to get through them. I don't want to throw them out because of the Aristotle's philosophy. Yeah. I don't want to throw them out. Net gain, whatever you're talking about, $20 for a computer. So I just go out on the deck one in the morning. You know what? It makes me feel like shit. It's sort of like a reminder that don't smoke. And no one's watching me. But the, in that moment, the power I felt, like I felt so empowered just sitting there. You slowly Like it. this. With, I'm doing the Cole Sprouse. I'm just. 
You, you, on the deck, <laughs> looks. I do feel cool. I don't know whether I actually do look cool, but I feel cool on my deck, and no one's watching me. But then it's like you're slowly killing yourself just for that fleeting second of enjoyment. There's something poetic in that. It is. Are we? Are we? Are we artsy? Are we in touch with our emotions? This is what I don't get about like music artists and stuff. How can they write such deep, meaningful albums? Ever like how many relationships have they been like? Oh, we've said how many relationships are they in? How do they write about their feelings all the time? Like, I've where do they get that? That the, the, where do they get the vocabulary? Again, I've said it. And it's a I don't bad get thing, it. But I would love for Justin Bieber to break up and go through some emotional trauma mm. just so we can get another good he album. He said that last week, but then is it too much to ask? Well, then see, this is the thing. Morgan Wallen, I listen to his new album, and every song is about drinking whiskey. Yeah. So maybe he doesn't, maybe he's just had a couple of nights on the whiskey. Like he actually doesn't do that much. He just sings different songs about the same different thing. Different variations. But, so is, yeah, is that what, like if Biebs wrote a new album, all the songs would be about Hayley Bieber. He's just changing the words and the lyrics and well, same thing. And the, the music. There's 300,000 years of human history, right? Nothing is truly original. Correct. Probably, yeah. The, the same songs have been sung a million times. Well, like. It, it, like band names. We, we struggle to come up with band names now. That's why they're so stupid. Well, this is what, time. and we said this as well, like chat GPT and technology, right? Would have the ability to like create every possible combination of a song and then buy the rights to that. And then everyone else is going to get shafted. Like you think like the four chord song, right? Have you ever heard the four chord yeah, song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know how they play like every yeah. popular song and it's just like, a reiteration of four chords. Don't I don't know, dude. I'm not a musician, but it seems like there'd be endless numbers of possibilities there. And then it's got to be people identify with the artists and stuff as well. So it's not really all about just the music they sing. Like they've got to be smoking darts on a balcony somewhere for people to look at them and go, that's cool. That's who I want to be. Is that why There's not enough. There is not enough. Maybe Brad Pitt's the last one. He still smokes a few darts. Role models that smoke darts anymore. But what? But can what, you think of any? No, but, but again, I was going to go back to music, right? What happened to like the days in the 90s, right? Where you had just absolute reptiles, you know, like Oasis and Blur, like, you know, the, the English lads who were just. Like, yeah, well, that's there. That is one. Um, that's one country that still loves a, loves a role. Loves <laughs> so maybe they still carried on there. Every, everyone you see now in the, like, the top 20, it's like they're so polished, almost like so correct like don't do anything which could be even borderline controversial like i mean like fred again like when he was in melbourne right was just rolling cigs like yeah. behind the decks just playing one-handed from england very cool but like Sick. yeah you're probably not going to see like harry styles or t swift just like get up on stage and no they wouldn't do it on stage they earn too much money they got too many young fans although post malone smokes about 50 coffin nails a day True, and you know what? A lot of the rap artists smoke weed. Yeah. Fucking shit ton of it as Mate, well. The rap artists are, are Hip-hop. The, the, the new rock stars. <laughs> They're our generation's rock stars. Yeah, I guess so. Rock's sort of gone out of it. But then country music comes back as well. I mean, yeah. whatever floats your boat. They did just have the- It's because country- Do they just the have country boys. music awards? Sure, send the lineup. Gwen Stefani came out. Rainy Wilson, check her out as well. They, a photo went viral of her with a ma- her massive her butt went viral. <laughs> Apparently, she's got a fan page for it as well, which is crazy. But yeah, Gwen Stefani came out. Who else? Carrie Underwood opened it up. If there's one, if there's one performance you should watch from like any music awards, that's highly recommended for me over the last few weeks. But yeah, it's fucking unreal. Um, 
So the Grand Prix was on the weekend as well. Massive. And you, you didn't go, did you? No, I didn't go. No, you're on a flight up. You got the Bonza flights with no Grand Prix tickets yet. Well, you're not that. You're not famous enough yet. <laughs> I watched the final lap with you at uh, the That's London right. Tavern Hotel. Yeah, you went to the tavern on the Sunday when for chaos one beer. Happened. It was absolute chaos. Do you it was reckon set up there? Do you reckon the lads would be playing up? Oh, they would have. Who? The the F1 drivers. What over here? Yeah, mate. There's no chance for them to play up because their wags are with them everywhere they go. You don't think their partners actually have other jobs and hanging out with them on tour? Well, they get paid too much. Red Red Bull, I think, booked out electric kind of dual Leaper style afterwards, and I think Dan Ricardo was there. The inspired unemployed were playing with Peking Dark Electric <laughs> after the. <laughs> Man, I feel like everyone just becomes DJs now. It doesn't matter if you just got an inkling of like musical knowledge and you just become a DJ. But I've got a funny story about how big these guys are. And, you know, the concept of having a hall pass. Yeah. Yep. So I won't mention any names. I won't say who it was. But a you know, friend of a friend um, had a girlfriend who slept. This was last year after the F1s. Slept with one of the big name F1 drivers. Oh, shit. But wait, as that was her whole pass. Like, no, no well, she, she hadn't specified it beforehand, but thought it would be all right and then told the boyfriend, thinking, oh, you know, like it's just a whole pass. Like it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Boyfriend, not happy. Well, no shit. You wouldn't be happy for one night. <laughs> That's not a, an F1 whole pass. Man, I feel like you can claim anything's a whole pass if they're a certain greatest celebrity. Even if you weren't really into them, you'd just be like, that's my one whole pass. Because you're never going to get a whole pass again. What are the chances that you like, you're actually going to get the one that you want a whole pass with? Do you reckon I'd ever get big enough that I'd be someone's whole pass? Oh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> there might be some fans out in the bush right now thinking highly, you're the whole pass. Highly doubtable. <laughs> maybe your housemate's brother who loves you, he might be the whole pass. <laughs> Do you reckon if you had a girlfriend and you slept with Dua Lipa, she'd care? No, Jew is, Jew is big enough that you could sleep with her, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, the girl, girls would care. They definitely care. There's, yeah. there's, nothing, there's nothing real about a hall pass. I don't think, I think anyone's had a hall pass and they've actually like not cared about it. Yeah. There's a little bit in the back of your mind. You're like, that's, that's fucked. <laughs> that fucking hurts. That, that, that would hurt. Imagine being that brazen though, the girl that slept with the F1 driver and then just had the nerve to say, oh, well, this is what happened. Hope you don't care. <sighs> You'd want to hope you're with a better chick than that. Maybe it's, look at the silver linings. He might have dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Because she might just be chasing hall passes the rest of her life. I, th- I think so. Probably. And that's, yeah, you're right. The F1 drivers would just be in town and they, they would not care. They would do that all around the world. You're probably right. Look at me thinking too. Look at how noble I am. Any girls are listening. Do you reckon it's like <laughs> some girls, right, would get... Tinder gold. No, kind of the same concept, right? You know, when like the Olympics are in a city. Yeah, Olympics. And there's the so tennis, many athletes. Yeah, the tennis is one. Yeah. Massive here. Yeah, I guess. It's just a weird thing, isn't it? Just to chase a story for a shag. It's a modern day concept, the old Tinder gold, just to swipe all the what, you don't. You reckon they're doing it back in the day? I'm trying to think of some old famous, like Charlie Chaplin comes to town. Charlie Chaplin. I think it was. That's my whole vibe. I think it was. This mute actor. <laughs> Groupies. Well, yeah, groupies. That's where it's come from, I guess. They, yeah, they shagged all over the world. Imagine the relationships they've broken up, all the rock stars, oh. the Rolling Stones. Who else? The Beatles, I guess, probably as well. Ringo would have been a mad rooter. Who's the lead singer for um, the band Kiss, Gene Simmons? Yeah, Gene with a long tongue. Surely it's an absolute fallacy. Reckons he's been with like 5,000 girls in his lifetime. Well, you don't think that's attainable? That is like seriously going like 
when you put it like like 365 days in a year, so it's 10 years if you do one a night, I suppose he's probably. He's been going a long time. Yeah, no, that's pretty easy. You got to factor in the threesomes. You got to factor in more than one a night. I think you could do it. That's I haven't done the maths. Someone do the maths and send it the, to the us. Mor- I bet there's got to be a chart out there somewhere. The morning threesome and then the afternoon threesome. There's six. Yeah, exactly. And there's probably they don't stop at threesomes. I don't think <laughs> when you're that famous. I think it's just a room full of girls and just I don't know. I don't want to go and do it. <laughs> I don't want to say anything fucked up. <laughs> but five thousand seems realistic, I guess, for a Gene Simmons type. Yeah. Man, I don't think you'll ever get that famous. No it's offense, pretty, brother. Pretty, pretty rogue. I don't though. think you could do it. It hit you. You'd feel too guilty. It's pretty rogue though that he just says that and owns it, and he's got like happily married, got a wife and kids. I'm pretty sure I saw a clip on TikTok where he's on some US talk show, and he was like with his wife, and then whoever was the host brought that up. Oh, so you've been with like five thousand girls? What? Just like headphones down, microphone away, just walked off. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> So you'd think the person who's being with a rock star, they would know that and they'd assume that and they'd just accept that and that is part of their partners. Yeah. Speaking of, we should say, on the other end of not having sex or having sex, Mormons, been watching a lot of Mormon TikToks and Mormon videos lately. Yeah. It is just wild. Did I speak about it last? Maybe I spoke about it last episode. But it is wild to me that there's like full community set up the more, like for Mormons. Like in B, they've got a full um, campus in the US, the BYU. Yeah. What, what's it called? B, what's it stand for? Uh, there's um, something, Brigham, Brigham Young University. Is it in Salt, it is. Salt Lake City? Yeah, it's up. Well, that's where the Mormons are from. Mate, Utah is fucking weird. It is. It would be super weird because of the Mormons. But these videos come up and they're just like, what's, they, they don't drink any alcohol. No. So what's the wildest thing you've done? What do you drink at a party? Like water normally or Coke? Ten like, what? Imagine going to a party and not drinking anything and no one's drinking. So 2018, I was there with a good mate and we're going to a festival and like we're in there for the day and we're like, we'll pick up drinks from here. It'll be easy. And like, we'll have a few beers. What are you about to say? We'll pick up chicks from here. <laughs> well, I'll speak about that in a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, apparently- they can't serve cold beer on tap over 3.5%. Mum reckons she went to Utah, was there briefly in the 80s, and it was a dry state at the time. But we thought, all right, we've got some American friends picking us up at like 4 p.m. We got in at like 5 a.m. We'll just like go to a bottle shop, get some slabs to take the festival. But apparently all the alcohol stores are like state run, and there's like four of them in the city. So I had to like walk. Two Ks. So then is so is that a good sign? So is that a good sign that your religion has done really well for itself? Like obviously you got your top religion. So you've got Christianity, what you've got the Islamic faith as well. Top religions taken over the world. Mormons, not A tier religion, but they're pretty up if they've got a full state and a full city that they control. Like imagine all the religions that didn't make it. Yeah. And these are the ones that you've just, we've got left with at the well, end. Well, I feel like- some, It's done pretty well. Some of the guys love it because it's like polygamy. So all like the, you know, the Mormon church leaders have like- Yeah. And they reckon like a hundred years, or maybe not that long ago, maybe 50 or a hundred years ago, like the real hardcore Mormons who were in a polygamy and then dodgy stuff like underage weddings, they went to like a section of Mexico because there was just like less regulation around like what they could do. Keep doing it. So they're running a cult, their own little cult yeah, in Mexico somewhere. But I remember when we got in there, what, what you do when you, you know, you're young and you travel and you get to a new city, you know, hop on Tinder, start yep. swiping and match with this smoking hot blonde girl in Salt Lake City. And I'm like, oh, geez, I'm not here for long. I shoot my shot. Hey, like, do you want to come out for some drinks? And she's like, 
um, no, sorry, I'm a Mormon. Um, I, I can't, I can't drink. Do you want to go for tacos instead? I'm like, oh, geez, like, give me red flags already. I'm like, oh. and she's hot enough that I'd, you're going for a date without drinking. I'm like, you horny bastard. Well, hey, do you want to like go for a coffee instead? And she's like, no, Mormons can't drink coffee either. They can't drink coffee no. either. So they can't, no coffee dates. And then through my like 20, 23 year old mind, I'm just going, well, she's not having alcohol. She's not having coffee. What are the chances she's going to have premarital sex? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> she's a nun. My, I would just go and she's a nun. I wouldn't even thought about it any further. But I th- did you take a date on? Did you take no, no, we didn't, we didn't go for Taco I thought, Tuesday. I thought, I thought that was started. You took her on a date because you were that horny overseas on your little trip. It is, it is wild. That's why there's the soaking thing. You've heard about the soaking where they just sit in the beds in each other. Yeah, we won't go into that. And that much. we can go into that. That's like on the videos, he was like, what's the wildest thing you've done? One girl goes, I've sh- I shook the bed for my friend to soak. <laughs> and like, she's, that's the wildest thing I've done. I'm like, that is, if you're doing that, surely you can just have a sip of alcohol. Like yeah. you're skirting the, the rules that much. Like there is a penis in you. Yeah. <laughs> like there is, there is no doubt that's not breaking the Mormon laws. Like as much as they think about it, that is definitely breaking the laws. Yeah, I know. Just have a sip of alcohol, then. and they'll look for the, like the tiniest technicality. But Mormon talk is a massive thing, right? And it's if, crazy. You watch a couple of videos, and the algorithm just keeps sending them to you. It's great. I can't look away. I can't believe these people exist, and they're saying it with such a straight face because they they actually do exist. I was just dumbfounded. I'm th- I'm thinking about this again, and we sorry we always touch on this, but what's a pub PR stunt? Mormon talk. I don't know if they've coordinated it and trying to make it look candid, but it is always like smoking hot, like attractive think, girls yeah, in their early twenties, and then like. They're all married and then it's like, well, then well, who's, join, join Mormonism and this can be you too. Well, who's you- doing the fucking interviews? Horny young guys are doing the <laughs> interviews normally. Incels are just rolling around and they've got a mic in their hand. So that's why I think they're being more selective than the Mormons are. Yeah. They're selecting the hot girls that they want to chat to. That's what they're doing. Oh. It, is, it is a wild, I just can't believe people like that exist in the world. It blo- absolutely blows my mind. And, they, and they're fine with it. Like that's, they go to uni, they'll meet someone, like go on a date. Within a month or two, apparently, they get married. Yeah. As well. And then they're just shacked up for life. How crazy is that? And they're happy with it. Yeah. I think mum, there's used to be some Mormons in Aubrey somewhere. And mum's girlfriend, her partner or their son, no, no, her, her, her son became a Mormon. Or was it, yeah. So he used to be a Mormon like in Aubrey and go and preach. They, do they do the door knocking and stuff? Well, that's what and he's- And like join the- Are Jehovah's Witnesses like an offshoot? Or, oh, they might have been Jehovah's Witness. Similar things, yeah. aren't they? Well, they all get married early as well. Have and I, multiple wives? Have they I to- still get multiple wives? No, Mormons don't. Have I told the... Sorry, I'm cutting you off, but no, have, right. have you heard the joke about the Jehovah's Witness who goes door knocking and goes to a farmer's house? No, go and tell it. You know, so as they do, they're door knocking and there's this farmer on his own that Jehovah's Witness walks all the way down the driveway, bangs on the door and says, Sir, sir, do you have a, a moment to speak about Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior? And he's like, Oh, yeah, I can, I can find some time. They go down, they sit on the couch. Farmer makes him a cup of tea. And they're just sitting there for like five minutes, you know, just looking at each other. No one says anything anyway. The farmer's like, I've had enough of this. Um, he, what's next, mate? Are you going to say something? And then the Jehovah's Witness goes, don't know, never got this far before. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> never got in the door. That's probably true of Australians. We don't give a fuck about <laughs> Jesus Christ around here. 
I, I don't think I, I think I might have nearly let one in the house one day, but that was when you were a little kid. Yeah, mum, someone's at the door. Would like, and they're all dressed up nice in suits. See, yeah. they they put effort into it. Other door-to-door salesmen do a little less effort, I reckon. What do you reckon their strike ratios like? As for Mormons getting people to join the church, I mean, this is I've been watching. Surely Alex Ranch, right? If he's going out there door knocking, is he a Mormon? Yeah, yeah, he is. No, not Mormon. No Jehovah's Witness. Witness. Yeah. Yeah, you probably he's pretty handsome. Can you imagine dude. if you're young, Big handsome dude. Richmond supporter, right? Oh, like you join said, up. Open the door. Like, yeah, he'd get a few. No, he'd get yeah, a few. yeah, without a doubt, he'd get a few of them. That's for sure. He's yeah, handsome. Alex Rance, come go. I'll get you free tickets to the Richmond games. You can go. We we'll have our Jehovah's section. Yeah, they do. They have that now. They've got like the alcohol free sections for, I guess, for the Muslim supporters out there and stuff, which is smart idea to do. But yeah, Rance, you get a few. Who else? I'm not sure. Who would be the biggest name that could get someone? I don't know. Who would put, who would have the most sway to get someone to, like to change you? I don't I know. I think it, for guys, it'd have to be girls. Yeah. Well, clearly this is- You like thought Mormon, about, you did think Mormon about it. TikTok, mate. Like, on your date overseas, you did think about becoming a Mormon for a second there. <laughs> she was that gorgeous. I could see the twinkle in your eye. Yeah. Imagine just you get sliding doors, like possibilities, like just never caught the flight home. Just got married <laughs> then and there. I've got three kids already, just like taking them to church on a Sunday. I haven't had a sip of alcohol. Just drinking Life's waters. Good. It would, you'd have so much money saved. That's for sure. You'd enjoy the, the community would be great. Like, I don't know who, do any of the Mormons make, do they have any good sporting teams? I think by you, BYU are pretty good at football and stuff, but geez, it's just, it's a different life. We've, we've spoken about Mormons way too long now, but they're just fascinating to me. They're just, I just, they don't seem real. They just don't seem real when you're watching them on these TikToks. I can't, because they're like you and me. They're just normal looking people. They, they look the same as us. They're all pretty much white as well. So they look the same as us. What, what do they do when they go home? Like, it's like Bible reading or like, because I assume they don't watch Netflix, right? They're not just like chilling down. They're like not having a beard, unwind. Like, Are they watching that stuff and going, oh, that's disgusting. Or they're watching it going like, oh, I wish... Which I really couldn't enjoy. Do they? Can they even relate to some of the shows on I TV? I think they just have to most be. of the shows on TV. They probably listen to like a lot of Christian rock. Some Christian rocks can be good, like Creed. Every now and then, yeah, with the arms wide open. Well, aren't, they, aren't the Killers? Aren't they? A- yes. Yeah, we. I, I we saw a TikTok about this. Apparently, the Killers are a, a Christian rock. A Mormon who was Irish Shapiro or something. So. And they're singing about Jesus. And I mean, they are from Nevada, which is the state next to Utah. Yeah, there you go. And all, like, all kinds of adds up a little bit. Maybe that, that's, again, that's like their marketing. You know, like that episode of The Simpsons where they've got um, the subliminal messages. Yeah. Well, even yeah. at Nihaj, and they're getting yeah. people to join the Navy. Yeah. Maybe you like the killers. Uh, like the- <laughs> there's some of the great, there's some great videos online where it's the crazy ladies like with the monster energy can and like looking into it. This is Satan comes in threes. And then she's just breaking down this monster energy can why it's made by Satan. Like who is Satan coming like divinely through to make his way? Into, uh, weird. Religion is bloody weird. It's a weird word out there. It's a weird word. Another thing, this is, so I've been watching them on TikTok and that's what we're talking about. Weird impersonators, like they can't, so there's that Jim Carrey one on um, TikTok. Everyone's probably yeah. seen it. You haven't seen it, the Jim Carrey impersonator. And it's a girl, first of all, which is, she looks a lot like Jim Carrey. Very, very unfortunate for her. For, you know what? Probably most of her life. Do you reckon she, before TikTok, do you reckon she was doing the, the impersonations already? 
She must have. How many times do you reckon that her friends had to say, you know, you do a really good Jim Carrey. No, no, no. After you've had 10 balls of No, wine. it would have started as, fuck, you look like Jim Carrey. They would have been <laughs> ribbing her to begin with. And then she might have just played into it. But then all those years she goes, this is what a useless skill. I look like Jim Carrey. I hate being called that. And then boom, you start doing the impressions, post them on TikTok. May as well monetize my trauma. <laughs> exactly. And then you make it big on the Today Show at 11.30 in the morning or whenever it runs. If you, is that the pinnacle? If you had to dedicate your life to being an impersonator of one person, who are you going? What, as in, but yep. This is your if career, you, but, if you, but if you're if you're good at doing one voice, you could probably do more than one voice. You, yeah. It's got to be a lookalike. I think I prefer, would you prefer to do voices? You would, but you prefer to look like someone handsome. Yeah. Who, who do you get? Who are your lookalikes? I don't reckon I look like him. Occasionally, like when people are blind, they give you a rare one. Like I've had Dion Prestia before. <laughs> yeah, okay. I see it in one of the, I see it in your face a little <laughs> bit, except you've got like the blonde hair. One of the blokes I work with um, at, at the, he works at the G in construction. So they work their game day. And so he was working the Richmond game the other week and he's a little nugget. Like yeah. he works out, runs marathons, like thick legs, same body shape as Dion Prestia. And from above, if he's walking out the race, <laughs> he looks exactly like him from above. So apparently the little kids from the Richmond supporters are like, Daniel, Daniel Prestia, oh, your legs are massive. Shouting down at my mate that works in the gym. And he, he was absolutely loving it. And he, you know what? He does look like Daniel Prestia. But why, in, why would Daniel Prestia be wearing like blue steel boots <laughs> to a game in some like shorts. Yeah, he's got some FXD shorts on. <laughs> this actually reminds me. So I had the funeral of my grandpa about a week ago. And oh, commiserations, jeez. We won't dwell on the that podcast. That took a turn, yeah. <laughs> but would have been a couple hundred Rest people at the funeral and went to the Thornton pub afterwards, you know, to give a good send off. Anyway, I've got an uncle who is 22 years older than me. And I've always, people always say, you know, you look like your uncle Damien. There would have been about six people that like said, "Oh, Damien, oh. good to see you. I haven't oh, seen wait, you what? so long." <laughs> that's that's such an indictment on you, <laughs> dude. That sucks. I'm like, is Damien like- at least handsome? Does he look young oh, for he his was age? Back in the day, <laughs> not now. He's about twenty-two years. <laughs> Virgin on 50 sucks, and got a dude. bit of a pop belly. But one guy's like, oh, how, how have you been? It's been so long since I've seen you. You're out kind of like a Frank Sinari Warren away. I'm like, I'm just going to stop you. You're thinking of Damien. <laughs> your 60-year-old uncle. Yeah. You look like, mate, they must be really good uh, friends of the family if they're getting you mixed up with your 60-year-old uncle. No, I think he's 48. 48, okay, well, young enough. But if you see photos from back in the day, I do look like him, but like either Damien just hasn't aged at all since they last saw him. Because they probably haven't seen him for 20, Yeah, true. Years. So they, they just assume he looks the same and doesn't age. Yeah. He's just been drinking blood and <laughs> keeps him younger, keeps him complexion. It, or does he have a really good skincare routine? Either that or I look like I've been, you know, sinking a crate of Forex gold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and last- a pack a day for the last, yeah, 20 years of your life. Oh, that's a classic. And it's, it's funny. Old people are so confident when they come up to you and say that stuff. Yeah. Like they would have just, they wouldn't have second guessed that you were Damien then. Not for one moment would they just pause and go, you know what? He looks a little bit younger. <laughs> he looks the exact same age. 48. I don't think you could pass as a 48-year-old. No. Like, look at you. 
But then it's That's like, unreal. It's like as well, you know how like you have cousins, you won't see them for a few years and like you just remember them as being 10 and then like you see them and then they're like, like, what are you doing? You're like, oh, I'm like 18 now. You know, I'm just finishing school and you're like, sorry, what? Yeah, it gets like, confusing. Yeah. Yeah, I was chatting, yeah, I was chatting to my uncle the other day and he's like, oh yeah, going to switch jobs and I'll, I'll, I'll hang out with my, my son overseas and stuff. I go, so what, you've gone moving overseas in like three years? He goes, no. He's 18, he's finishing school this year. And I was like, holy shit, time flies. You genuinely don't, you don't recognize it. I guess you spend enough time away, but 22 years is a lot. Okay. That's a completely different other story. <laughs> look the same. Different kettle of fish. Yeah. Well, who, I don't look like too many of my uncles, to be fair. I probably do. Your parents tell you that. Mum, mum's just, oh God, you look like your father every day of the week. But she says it. But my parents are divorced. So I was like, mum, <laughs> chill out a little bit, all right? <laughs> Just relax, okay? I hate you <laughs> I look so a bit much. Like that. <laughs> yeah, she's a bit too fond. <laughs> so you still have some good thoughts about my father. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll leave that there. Maybe not divorce, chat. <laughs> another right. time. Another time. Oh, okay, this one, this might throw you off. Reverse, you know how uh, reverse gay is what I've put this down in the notes. So you know how... Um, Dudes and females in happy marriages, but yeah. the, the guy has, turns out to be gay and he leaves yeah. the wife. Do you think it ever happens where it's a gay couple and then the gay guy goes, oh, actually, I like, God, I like girls. chicks. Yeah. You never hear about that? I've never thought about that. I, I just thought about it the other day. <laughs> Probably not because there's not the stigma behind being straight. Like if you were generally straight, you wouldn't pretend to be gay. Maybe if you... Only hung around those social circles, right? Well, you exactly. Like that was what's forced upon you. Now but in this woke world, it might happen a bit more. Maybe in 30 years. Yeah. That's going to be like <laughs> yeah. the new concept. I was just doing it because it was cool at the time, man. <laughs> I went and voted for it, gay marriage. Yeah. So I was just caught up. I was just caught up in, with, with the emotion. <laughs> We've got three black and one Asian kids that we have adopted as well. <laughs> I'll take them with me. <laughs> Will it ever go the other way? I've Who just, knows, dude? Just left my male partner of 30 years for a 20, <laughs> yeah. 21 year old girl. It would it'd be rare, but I think it happened. I don't know why I was thinking about that. Oh. But it just it just came across my mind. You well, know? Anyway, I reckon we've got time for one more topic, and I think a poignant one and kind of devastating, really. Your local McDonald's is shutting. It is shutting. Yeah, we spoke about Maccas earlier in the show, and I forgot to tell this. My McDonald's, it, it shut as of the 2nd of April and it's, it really harbored our hangovers for a few, a few years, well, one year. Every day we'd go down. A lot of, you know, the free My Macca's rewards. When, yeah, yeah. When you're penny pinching, when it, when it got a few of those. So we got to, know the, uh, got to know the staff there, not by name, just by look. There was one really grumpy manager and then a few, few other youngsters. But we went down and we thought, you know what? Just symbolically, we'll go down for the last day of the Maccas and we'll go down and just get it, get a meal or whatever. Did they have like, you know how, like, this is something that's phased out. You know, when you were younger, there used to be like McDonald's parties. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it is just like the classic storefront. There's, you just sit in there. In so the, there um, was no like last day McDonald's party, you know? No, there wasn't. But it was, we, we went down and I thought, I'll get, I've got some rewards points from the My Maccas app. I'll use that. But I went down and I just looked at them all working. I thought, oh. I'll just, I'll just buy a meal. I'll just get a, a double quarter pound <laughs> meal. Um, you know what? It's the last day I'll spend some money. And then me and my house are standing there in line and out of nowhere, like two of the employees are just finishing their shifts and they just stopped. And they looked back at the manager and said, well, this is it. 
And then one of them started tearing up and then they started hugging each other. And then there was the classic, like going out the door, like, oh, I don't want to leave though. Or like looking back going, is this it? Like, what are we going to do now? It's like one of those old Western movies where the sun's setting, like the, the music comes on, the credits start rolling. You just see the two cowboys just riding. It was, it was sunset. sort of like that. Cause there was this young kid and this girl was, they were finishing up. And it was Elliot and I, I nearly teared up. We're standing there. It was such a wholesome moment that we didn't expect from our local Maccas. You know what they say? Don't be sad it's over. Just be glad it happened. Exactly. That is. And then the manager was like crying. And then the bitchy older manager came out and goes, are you crying? And then, then she walks out. <laughs> I think she, I don't know whether she was starting or ending her shift. Went to KFC and ordered a meal from KFC on the last day of their McDonald's. Traitor! It was it was it was nuts. But then I think she she knew a couple of the girls in the KFC. Yeah, so they might have some. But it was it was a really wholesome day for us. But yeah, it's shut now. I have no idea. We're interested to it. What's moving in? And then we're thinking about like what's the the perfect restaurant to move in. So I, I wouldn't mind a Guzman. Some burrito, some Mexican. I really like Mexican. Yeah. Elliot's pumping. He's he's looking for a grilled, yeah, which would be great to move in as well. Grilled's great, but it's not really a fast food sort of. You know, you get oh, in there. It's pretty good. We used to when we lived in Carlton, we used to get grilled all the time. So yeah. that would be awesome. But I'm not sure what else they could go in there that I'd, I'd really enjoy. What could you think of? Anything? What would you pick if you could move in? Well, I'm just trying to think, like, you know, you go to the US, right, and there's so many different options in terms of fast food, whereas over here, right, it's basically Macca's, KFC, HJ's. And, like, who who goes to Red Rooster? Like, nothing against it. Mom, like, my, my mother. I just feel like it's a tax racket, you know? It's just like they're laundering money like um, Heisenberg from... Um, yeah, for uh, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah. Maybe. Red Rooster, you get it. But where can you get a takeaway roasted chook? You're not wrong. That's the thing. There's big. There's maybe, maybe Coles and Woolworth. Well, yeah, it's not the same though. It's drive through. You get the chips and everything. But the yeah, old, who's working at Red Rooster? The old bachelor's handbag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've had a few of those in my that's for sure. But yeah, I'm not sure what I'd like to move in. Something. It's a different cuisine that they don't have. Yeah, mate. But I'm just thinking the US, right? Like maybe this could be the opening for In and Out or Shaker Shack or something like along those lines. Po' Boys. What's Po' Boys? Uh, it's a Louisiana. It's like fried chicken. Yeah, I can no, do Popeyes. Some. I think. Well, KFC does fried chicken. Yeah. This is this is this is conversation is going nowhere. And now I'm just thinking about food. We haven't had dinner yet, and now wow, <laughs> we're, g- we're getting stuck on food for wow, a minute. G- giving giving dinners <laughs> just about on the table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That might be a good closing note. It is. Yeah. I mean, hopefully Willie's cooked up something nice for us here. Yeah. This is what we do after the the podcast. I hope people listen to us just before they have dinner as well and go. Please, please give us a DM what we should cook for dinner next week. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> that is one of the worst things coming over from a long day's work going, what the fuck are we going to cook for dinner? <laughs> Especially you. But you post all your stuff on your Instagram. Yeah, but if I'm cooking, I need a long time. I'm all about slow yeah, cooking. And you make, oh, and you make such a mess. You're a terrible, you make a terrible mess Mate, when you cook. Greatness takes effort. You, half the salt that you put over whatever veggies is on the on the counter. I feel like you miss it. Hayden, uh, my housemate, is probably the good cook, but probably the laziest cook. He's just strictly a one <sighs> one pot operator. <laughs> I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna tell him to listen to this episode. Now. Mi- he's just strictly one pot operator. <laughs> Min- minimize shots fired. Minimize the dishes. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. There's normally one pot and then one pot for rice as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I might clip this just for Hayden and just send it to him. I reckon <laughs> when he was working in WA and he's living with a couple of other young bucks, he was on the verge of, you know, just strictly buying plastic plates and plastic cutlery. So That's you don't disgusting. Have, so you don't have to do any That dishes. is disgusting. Straight, that is Straight into the bin, one pot, one pot <laughs> meal. Oh, wait, who? There was someone, was it someone I used to live with? They would throw the forks out. They Sometimes they'd be too lazy to clean them that they'd throw the forks in the bin. No, that's what I mean. Oh, the actual, the actual silver. forks, the silverware. <laughs> I'm not sure whether it was at work. I'm trying to remember or was at home, but someone would just throw the silverware out if they were too lazy and it was too dirty. They'd just be like, oh, fuck it. That's when you know you're rich. Forks in the bin. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or you fucking scumbag lazy. <laughs> like Seriously, that's when you... When you're at uni, you're just like, fuck this. I'm throwing this fork out. We've got heaps. Oh, God. Anyway, well, it's fucking gross. All right, on, Toss. On that note, thanks for listening. See you next week. All right, ciao.